Today on the Diz List, we discuss the top five things for your kid-free day at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 35, where we discuss the top five things for your kid-free day at Walt Disney World. Kids eat free? Is that what it... I don't, I don't think mean that free? anywhere. Okay. Um, so, have you ever... I think you have done a kid-free day yes. at Disney. Yes, I have. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I did a kid-free day at Epcot during Festival of the Holidays. Yeah. I really want to do Festival of the Holidays. I think all the festivals are great, but that one in particular is one that um, I'm, I would love to do. So. We've only done two. The one we've always wanted to do the most was... <laughs> Just uh, ended, right? Festival or of the Arts. Ending soon? Yes. The, yeah. the farts. Yeah. The, the number of people who think they're so funny by calling it the farts. Yeah. And it's like well, I don't think I'm funny. Yeah. I'm just referring to what No, I know. I know. Um but yeah, I'm I'm really interested in doing that someday, but Festival of the Arts just comes around the same time that we really can't get time off of work. So mm-hmm. that's a tough one. I honestly cannot um believe um how many people think Disney is like a kids destination right so so when 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 i talk when i talk to my friends about disney the ones that aren't disney people you know what i'm saying they're they are shocked when i'm like well you could do this you wait you can drink at disney yeah and then you should do this (laughs) Wait, wait you can do you can there's you can do that at disney there's like really good restaurants yeah uh-huh. like some of the best you're ever going to eat in um i just think it's funny that like people who are uninitiated probably think that like disney is just for families and and you know the number of disney adults which i know they get a bad rap and some of them deserve it <laughs> but the the whole like there's a whole culture beyond beyond just the going with your kids to you know see cinderella's castle i think we count as disney adults though yeah, I mean, is there but, another word for the category? Because now Disney adults has become like, yeah, this kind of like crazy. Yeah, what what do you call someone that really likes Disney, but is not as crazy? I'm a little crazy, but I'm not like out of control. How about age enhanced Disney fan? Sure, <laughs> I like it. Um, I don't, you know, because Disney adult has this connotation right now, and I don't, know, I don't know why. Well, I know why, because some of these influencers that are, like, being rude in the parks. Not not all of them. And, you know, it's kind of like the people who yell at Epcot having IP. There's fewer of them than there are of us, but they're louder. And they so are. I think that people get annoyed with that. Um, but, you know, like, there's, there's a difference between wanting to wear your Disney-bounding outfit and whatnot, um, which is a whole culture. I don't know if you've ever gotten into that, the whole Disney-bounding thing, but, like... There, you know, there's a difference in doing that and then being the Disney adult that like Diz Twitter loses their mind about. Um, so I don't know. It. I'm excited for this episode because it's going to enlighten some of our listeners. I think that maybe only think of this, think of Disney as a mm-hmm. 
um, kid-friendly place. I also think it's interesting that we have a friend who has been to Disney a few times and never been with kids. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, so our friend Mark, who's probably listening right now, yeah, uh, he and his wife have gone to Disney multiple times, but yeah. never with kids. So his he only does kids only trips. So that or kids uh, adults only trips, kid free trips. Uh, my wife and I. Uh, I, don't, I don't think she was my fiance at that point, but we went together in 2002, I think. Cool. So I think I was still kind of considered a kid at that point. I was maybe <laughs> you know, 23 or something. Yeah. So I don't know if that counts as a kid-free trip if you are a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to, to get to this list, so um, I think we should head off to the head off to the halftime show but we've got a really special guest since we don't have kids we got to go throwing it way back debbie gibson is in the skittles halftime show well debbie heard that a couple weeks ago we had new kids on the block she wanted she didn't want to be outdone i know yeah so yeah take it in in all the glory debbie gibson Welcome back to the Diz List. Um, Debbie Gibson. How about Debbie Gibson? I hate to tell you this. What? She doesn't go by Debbie. She wants to be called Deborah Gibson now. Really? Yeah. Sorry. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. She should tell Spotify. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> and Apple Music and everywhere else. I can't else. remember what it was. She was on like The Apprentice or one of those reality shows, and she wanted to go by Deborah. Okay. Yeah. It's like John Carlos Stanton. Sure. He was Mike Stanton. So, okay. Wait, uh, was he? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, my baseball, I see, I at least knew it was a baseball player. Yeah. My knowledge is very limited. Yeah. So, Nick knows a lot about his, baseball. That's his, not my expertise, but I know. His rookie what, cards are Mike Stanton. That's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, in this particular episode, um, I think, I don't know how much will line up. Honestly, I well, think there's we'll so many options. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I know one or two. Well, I don't think we'll line up. I think we'll have similar answers, yeah. not necessarily in the same order. Yeah, not necessarily. I personally like. There's so many things you can do on a kids-free um, trip mm-hmm. or a kids-free day. So I'm interested to hear what what you've got on your list. So why don't, why don't we just jump right into it? Yeah, and I, the ones I have towards the top are ones that I have. Well, actually no, that's not true. I've done most of these things. Okay. Um yeah, so I'm I'm going to jump right in. My number 5 is something we got to do last time, but we did this with the kids, but I think if you have younger kids that it's hard for them to stay up really late. I mean, our kids can. Our kids are good. They will cruise to midnight, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But n- most families do not have that that opportunity or luxury, depending on how you look at it. Right. So, um, what a lot of the parks will do, Magic Kingdom and Epcot definitely do this on a regular basis. Is they have extended hours for guests staying at certain hotels or resorts, but then they also have the different parties. And if the parks are going to be open later generally you're probably going to see less kids and that would be an opportunity for 
you know, kind of more of an, a, a kid-free evening, an adult evening to kind of just enjoy and have it be less kid-centric and more of kind of like almost like a like a fun date to go to the parks and mm-hmm. and and to do that kind of thing. So yeah. my number 5 is late night at the parks. Do you have that on your list at all? I don't. Okay. So that was something that we got to do by we I I'd say uh, our family and and Nick was with us and our kids their night owls they were right there with us but I think it'd be cool. I mean, we were there till 1 a.m. Yeah, it was late. Yeah, when I say there, I mean Magic Kingdom. We were at Magic Kingdom till 1 a.m. And again, not a lot of kids can stay up that late. That would be kind of a fun, kid-free thing to do, to try to hit up all those rides and, you know, just kind of have fun. And was there anywhere in the Magic Kingdom where you could have an adult beverage that night? Um, Not that I'm aware of, other than to, like, if you had reservation, dinner reservations. Okay. What places in the Magic Kingdom serve alcohol besides Be Our Guest? Um, you got Crystal Palace. Okay. With a and, meal. Right. And you've got, um, uh, Skipper Canteen. Okay. So I don't, they, they don't have any, like, you don't go get like a beer or something at Magic. It's all with meals. So there. it would be something that's more just kind of like having fun instead of, yeah. you know, having a yeah. night of party, you're not, you're partying not, with quotes. Yeah. You're not going there and getting, you know, having drinks. Right. Unless you have a dinner reservation, but. But yeah. I think this can be a lot of fun. Or any of the the parties. I, I mean, don't. you did Boo Bash. Yeah. They have the um, all the different holiday parties. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason I'm saying kid-free with these things, obviously you can do them with your kids. But anything that's later at night. And I yeah, know, it might not, I, it might not exactly. be worth it. It might and not I know be worth a, it. A lot of my friends who have younger kids who are, who are listening, who they're probably listening going, there's no way my kid's staying up past nine. They are just out their toast. Yeah, especially at Disney. Right. So if you want to go from nine to 1 a.m. like we did, maybe that's something you can do as a kid-free night to in, enjoy with you or a friend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever. Yeah, it's definitely good for um, lower crowds, too. And mm-hmm. so I think that... That's a good pick. Um, not on my list, but probably should have been on my honorable mention. It wasn't, but um, my number five is something that probably will show up on your list somewhere, um, but it only makes it to number five for me. Uh, and the reason it only makes it to number five is because something I actually enjoy doing with my kids as well, but I put um, partaking in any of the festivals at Epcot. So like whether it be International Food and Wine, um, you know, Festival of the Arts, um, Flower and Garden, um, any, it doesn't matter what it is, right? Um, to me, those, the ability to just walk around World Showcase and, and experiment with cuisine from different uh, nationalities, and not even World Showcase, you know, the rest of the park has stuff too, and I think they're moving a lot of the festival stuff to the front anyway. Um, but Well, they're looking to build that pavilion kind of in the area where the old Starbucks used to be. I think that zone was supposed to be dog-eared for that um, the the festival yeah area yeah they're gonna still do a lot of the stuff even if they aren't building the pavilion but and I think um, they want to do concerts there too yeah well I, I'm not gonna turn this into a Debbie Gibson thing or Deborah Gibson thing <laughs> but I, I I wonder if that's part of the plan is to bring the entertainment they want to the front instead of always having it back in the American pavilion uh, that was the talk but we'll see. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think doing a festival, uh, you know, whether it be eating or drinking around the world in Epcot is, is something that, you know, it, when you're, when you're talking about doing it with kids, I think it's fun, 
But when you're doing it with adults, I think it's a little more, first of all, it's certainly more cost effective, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, you can relax and you don't have to worry about, well, is my kid going to even eat this? Cause you, you know how it goes, right? A kid hears something or, or sees something on a menu is like, I want that. And they try it and they're like, Oh, that's not where I thought it was because it's Japanese or because it's, you know, got this flavor from Greece or whatever. Um, you're not at, as at risk of wasting the money and wasting the food. Um, I, I love the festivals and I love going to the festivals with my kids, but that's why, and that's the only reason this is at number five and not higher because yeah, it's not adults only or a kid's free day activity, but it's something I enjoy doing also with my family. Yeah. So, well, I may speak about that a little bit later <laughs> okay, too. That's why I didn't want to get too deep. That's something that. I've, Taken in before. Yep. I'll get back to that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four, um, it's kind of an interesting one, and we found a creative solution to this on our last trip because uh, some of my children, uh, or mm, yeah, I guess both of my children, uh, were not interested in doing a very intense ride. So, a fun thing you can do without kids is really ride any of the rides you want to do. Or let's say you have you have one child and your child is under the height limit and you can't go on certain rides. And I know yeah. they have rider swap. Yeah, I know it's that's not the same. Too. It's... But also sometimes that can make the kids sad. You wait in the line, you get up to the to the actual ride, and you're like, okay, you go stand over there. We'll we'll go have fun. You know, like that could be that could be sad for a poor kid. Yeah, I agree. So my number four is. Maybe have a park day where you can go with friend, spouse, and we didn't specify earlier when it says kid free day. I mean, this is this is things for anybody. You can go with with a friend or or whoever. Doesn't mean you have to yeah, have kids or not have kids. It's for anything. But, it wasn't a date night thing, right? So you can go and do all the different intense rides. Mm-hmm. Let's say you get a park hopper and your mission is to do all the super intense rides that your kids wouldn't want to yeah. do. That would be a really fun day. Start off at whichever park you think you want to and try to hit up all four parks and try to do all the most intense rides that your kids wouldn't want to do. And hear me out here. What if you did every spinner? Oh, that would be that'd be crazy. <laughs> that would be I like would, my I, worst nightmare. I, we'd we'd be passed out, headache, like, throwing uh, up. No, I don't. It's just like no. I'm talking like Triceratops spin. Oh, I thought you meant like get on the teacups. No, no, no. So like you, you start in Dino Land, you do tri- Triceratops spin, and then you go over and you do Aladdin, Aladdin, and you do Dumbo, uh-huh. and you got to ride both sides of Dumbo to oh, make it. You have to right. ride, you have yep. to ride on every spinner ride. Okay, I'm kidding. That would be awful. But, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a great idea, right? To take advantage, especially if you have younger children, taking advantage of an adults only or a kids free day where you're able to ride the rides that you can't do with your children. And a lot of times I'm with you. Like if, if my children can't ride it, I'm not going to ride it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to make them go through the whole rider swap thing. And that good on you. If you do it, that's fine. It's completely, I just feel guilty. That's me. Me too. And so I just ended up, I end up skipping those rides. So I, I agree. I think that's great. If you have young children, that's a great idea for a, for a, you know, kids free day. So my number four is intense rides, riding them later or ones with height restrictions that your children can't ride having a day where you get to do all of those things. 
That's a great. That's a great number four. Um, my number four is something I haven't done. And I know you're probably thinking, "Well, wait, you haven't done it. How can you possibly put it on your list?" I haven't done it because it's expensive, <laughs> but it's something I really, really, really want to do, and it's a great idea for a kid's free day because it's only allowable if you're 16 years and older. Oh, and, I know where you're going with this. And that is a backstage tour, uh-huh. like Keys to the Kingdom. So this next upcoming trip, we're doing one that is kid-friendly. Um, we're doing the one, the Behind the Seeds right, tour. at the Land Pavilion. Right. But uh, but the backstage tours, like the really in-depth ones. One, I think that the, the reasoning behind the age restriction is obvious, right? But the other thing is it, it makes sense why we have the age restriction in that situation, too, because of it's probably boring to hear some of the history stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it depends on the kid. Yeah, right. I mean, my, my kids, your, your son would love yeah. that. He loves history. Yeah, he'd love to hear about, you know, what windows are for which mag- Imagineers and stuff like that. Yeah. I get that. But not every kid would. And I'd so a backstage tour, and I don't mean just that one. So there's there's some really cool, like, safari-based ones over in, um, over in Animal Kingdom. So for me kind of a it's a bucket list item too i know we talked about this when we had ear scouts rob on and we talked uh about bucket lists um but one of our one of my bucket list items is to do one of those backstage tours one of the, one of the big guys not i mean yeah behind the seeds is going to be fun but i want to mm-hmm. do one of the like there's like the feeding the giants or whatever where you're like or dining with the giant i can't remember but you're with elephants and then you've got the you know you're eating out in the savannah i just i'm i'm really uh a big fan of the history of the parks too. So like out going into the utilidors, are you kidding me? That'd be awesome. It would so be. they let like civilians down there, civilians, civilians, <laughs> non-cast members. <laughs> yeah. That's part of the behind. That's part of the keys to the magic door. That's cool. Um, and you know, honestly, if you have, this is a different thing. It's not backstage, but if you have a bunch of friends and you're going kids free, a VIP tour. Oh yeah. It's so expensive, right? But every like, time I see a VIP tour go by and yeah. you always know because it's a like a smaller group of people with a cast member like pointing yeah. and talking to them. Yeah. I'm always looking to see if it's somebody famous. Yeah, and it's less and less of that now. A lot of people are utilizing it as like if I buy four park days on my week long trip and I have one of those days as a VIP tour then I'm going to get all the rides done I want to get done, and I don't need to buy a seven-day park ticket. I can buy a four-day park ticket. And a lot of times what's happening is you're getting adults getting together as a group, paying for it together, kind of splitting the cost. Um, So that's another one. It's not not a keys to the magic, but, you know, it's a different sort of a tour, if you will. So, yeah, tours for me are something I think a kid-free day would would, – lend itself to that's cool yeah so my number three is i mean it's sort of general but you can plug it into to different things is just take a day and you know sample drinks and and alcohol basically i mean you can do it when your kids are around obviously mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know it's your personal choice but i think a lot of times if you're with a group of people there's you know you like to have fun you like to relax a little bit and there's a lot of different opportunities for you to have and um, two of my favorites that I'll mention one obviously is at Epcot where they 
people do drinking around the world and you'll have a drink at different places. And, um, I'll tell you my, my favorite one is, is always been, uh, to get start off and get a, a drink in Mexico right there. And I had, I've told the story before I had the one for lunch and I got this margarita boy, that thing hit me hard, <laughs> it hit me hard at noon. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, but another one that I probably wouldn't have even thought of doing in, until you suggested it, and this may be on your list too, but Oga's. Yeah. Oga's is the uh, the Star Wars-themed bar in Galaxy's Edge, which uh, we all got to do together. It was a lot of fun. I But, you know, it, it was in the middle of the day. You got, you got your kids with you. We all had a, a drink, which is fine. Um, but I, I could see that being kind of cool and a different, different kind of feel if you were to do that. You know, at night with a you know group of friends or whatever else. So the so the one issue I take with Olga's, and I get why they do it, right? But the forty five minute time limit um, makes it not. It doesn't lend itself well to doing like a full blown evening, making it an evening. Yeah, and it kind of lends itself to like you're gonna binge some drinks. Like I had a couple I wanted to try, so <laughs> I had 45 minutes to get it done, yeah. and I got it done. But still, they, it was they like they were stiff. But yeah, you know, um, the atmosphere in there is great. So it that was. is a good one. But but in general, yeah, you know, finding a place to drink uh, and hang out with some adults and just enjoy their company is certainly a good kid-free uh, activity. Yeah. Um. So. I probably will mention a little bit more about that later, but not quite in the same vein. Gotcha. Right now, my number three, though, is um, to enjoy the resort's quiet pool. Oh, so, right. I didn't even think of that. So the quiet pools, you know, if you're, if you're kids, if you're a kid-free adult in Disney, yeah, it's great to go to Stormlong Bay. It's an amazing place, right? They've got the Lazy River. They've got the... Um, that's all wonderful, but the quiet pool is empty. There's hardly ever anyone in the quiet pool at Beach Club. There's hardly ever anyone at the quiet pool at the Poly. The quiet pools kind of lend themselves to a more laid-back way of life. The Poly is one that I really like because I think, in my opinion, the pool bar over at the quiet pool is as good of a quick service as you'll get at most uh, hotels. And it's a better quick service bar than the one at the main pool at the lava pool. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, so the, the thing that I love about, about the quiet pools is that they're, like I said, they're more relaxed. Um, and at first when I heard quiet pool and Disney, it just didn't make sense because there's like, there's no way it's quiet, right? It's Disney. It's always going to be loud. It's going to be packed. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Like, I think the most packed I saw was one time at um, at Beach Club. Stormalong Bay had closed because there was lightning in the area, and so of course there's lifeguards at those. But at the at the quiet pools, there's sometimes not lifeguards, and so it's like a swim at your own risk kind of a thing. And like they there were people in there because you know all oh, that. Don't worry about it. It's Florida lightning. It's way off. It's not. It's not coming this way. And I'm it's like, Florida lightning. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool without getting stuck in any kind of lightning, whether it's Florida or not. I'm not getting in this pool. Um, so that was one time where I did see that pool get a little bit more packed. Um, it's just called the Oasis. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Oasis is the one over by the quiet pool. Yeah. Um, they've got good food, a good food selection and stuff. So I think it's a great way to relax because 
the the families are going to gravitate toward the attractions in the bigger pools. So for me, that is an area where it's going to be less likely to have to deal with um, children. Not that, not that, look, I'm, I don't have a problem with kids. I have, I have my own kids, so I don't have a problem with it. But if you're looking to relax, you're not going to relax at, at Storm Along Bay. No. Um, so being able to go and, and sit at the quiet pool and, and every resort, I think every resort, every deluxe resort has one, um, has a quiet pool as well. So that's my number three is, is enjoy the quiet pool, enjoy the pool bars at the quiet pool or around the quiet pool and the food. And it's usually a great way to just get a quick bite to eat, relax, enjoy the sun, enjoy the, the pool. You can cool off and it's a great non-park activity too. So when you're looking to book your resort, take a look and see if that particular one has a quiet pool or something that's similar to that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my number two, I think, I don't know. We may match up on this one. I'm, I'm just going to see. Um, my number two is actually something that is not at a hotel. It's not at any of the parks. It is Disney Springs. Yeah. No, we don't match. Nope. So my number two is dinner and a movie at Ooh, Disney Springs. Yeah. Uh, two things I have done before. Now, um, my anniversary uh, has fallen many times um, during our trip. Right. Probably t- t- two or three different trips we've gone on has been during our anniversary. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, it was nice that I have family there. Family would spend time with the kids and take the kids out for pizza. And my wife and I would um, drive in and we would get like a nice dinner there and uh, we went to Frontera one time. I really liked that um, that Mexican food place. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've done we did a movie there separately. And I'd never done a movie at Disney Springs before. And um, the, one of our most recent trips, we we went with the kids, but we went to go see um, to kind of put it in perspective. We went to see Black Widow, and I'll tell you, I don't remember the exact price, but I remember looking at that receipt, and boy, it was it was way cheaper than I thought it was going to be. So whatever your the cost is for your AMC where you live, the cost was comparable to that. I mean, and, and it was we were very impressed because a lot you know when you go to Disney, it's you know, double price for everything pretty much. So I think a really great option if you have a kid free day or uh, just a period of time where they're off with a friend or whatever else is going on. Uh, check out the different restaurants that are over at Disney Springs. There's something for everybody, whether you are uh, gluten-free like we are or um, you're, you're a foodie like Nick's whole family. They, you know, they're all about it. And he has a lot of great recommendations he's made on different episodes before if you want to listen back. And go see a movie afterward. Actually, we've seen two there at two different theaters. One of the other theaters uh, we went to is at the far end, way down kind of where they do Cirque du Soleil. I don't know if it's a different theater or they're connected. Yeah, I don't know. Because we went in the entrance kind of over by the bowling alley. So we saw, gosh, what's the Harley Quinn movie called? We saw that there a long time ago. Uh, Suicide Suicide Squad. Squad? We saw that there. And then we saw... Um, was it that or Birds of Prey? Suicide Squad, the first okay. one. Right. Yeah, we saw that there. Um, so dinner and a movie at Disney Springs. You know, you can throw in a little shopping. Maybe after the dinner you go out, get ice cream somewhere, go to one of those nice little bakeries and get a snack. 
and head home. What a great night. I wish I could do that tonight. Um, so <laughs> I'd love yeah. to. I wish. I just looked it up. Adult tickets are like 15 bucks, which is a little bit more expensive than maybe your hometown. Yeah, but I remember not, it being a little cheaper than that, but that's not horrible. That's not. No. Not when you consider, like... It's also dine-in. You can eat there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, that was true. They had um, menus you could eat. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I've only ever been to one other theater where we ordered food during the movie, and that was um, when we were, uh, a group of us were in New Jersey for a, a show, and uh, we stopped and saw a movie because we had, like, an afternoon off, and, uh, yeah, my, my friend Chris, who I was with, just, you know, ordered a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should do that more. Yeah. I think that, I would like that more. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so that's a great one. I, I've never done a movie over there. I've never, you know, thought of doing it. Um, there's a lot of stuff, you know, it, it's not on my list, but along those same lines is like going and playing or going and bowling over there mm-hmm. is another idea, you know, for a good adults. I mean, obviously you can bring your kids there too, but like, you know, that, that'd be I kind of a cool date it, night kind of thing. Great. Yeah. I forgot what the name of the place was, but um, Spitzville. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. So um, my number two is kind of where we were when I had said we'd talk about this a little bit more later. Yeah. Um, is that, you know, I think for a good kids free day, and this is now getting into like the date night sort of a thing. Sure. But um, dinner or lounges, like a very nice splurge dinner or lounges, right? And what I mean by lounges is, so you've got like Tambu Lounge outside of o- outside of Ohana. That's great. But you've also got places like Nomad Lounge in Animal Kingdom. And you've also, this is the big one, uh, for me anyway, is La Cava. Like, I'm not going into La Cava with my kids, right? And I know I can. And I know I can order some some drinks in there. And I know that they've got some bites to eat and whatnot. But I'm not. I'm just not bringing my kids in there. And look, that's not, this is not me judging. It's just, if I want to sit down and sip tequila, I don't want to have to worry about much of anything the rest of the night. I want to have a good extra Añejo tequila. Let me sip on that, you know, have a couple, uh, couple of those neat, um, and have a, a small bite to eat and then head out and not have to worry about my children. So places like La Cava, um, and I bring my kids to this next place, and I've got, I've got to tell you, it's amazing. Uh, Baseline Tap House over in Hollywood Studios, um, they have like a, a soda drink that's like refillable that they let your. It's not soda; it's like soda water with like a flavoring, like a hibiscus flavoring. Um, and my son loved it, and he does not like soda. Now um, that's that's across from where they do the Frozen show. Yeah, kind of. You were trying yeah. to describe to me where it yeah. was, so it's near. Okay, probably a better. Marker is the big dinosaur in the uh, water. Gertie? Is it near Gertie? Um, so I'll pull up a map so you can do your north, south, east, west. Um, well, I I mean, that's just kind of the way I work with Disney is I, yeah. I create this map in my head. No, I, I Where it. does it plug in and all these places? So if I walk in uh, to Hollywood Studios and I kind of go down the main drag there, that's not Hollywood Boulevard. Maybe, right. And then I go left, right? Correct? Yeah. No, I'm not going to say left, right. I go left, correct, question mark. Correct. And I start going towards Indiana Jones. It's there. So it's between, so you know where Commissary Lane is, right? Mm-hmm. It's on the corner there. Okay. So if you're thinking where the Muppets, um, 
So like where the fountain is, you know where the fountain is, like the this oh, piggy fountain. Yes, it's I know what you're like, talking about. I don't know you, how to describe it. You it's went like you there. Line. You went there, and we went. We went to Pizza Rizzo or something. Correct. It's kind oh, of no. it's hey, kind hey. of across from uh, um, Star Tours. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's where it's at. I was thinking of that other place that you told me that had the pretzels. Well, they have pretzels here. Yeah. What was what? Yeah. Okay, I'm completely turned around then. I thought there was something right by Gertie that you were describing. I mean, it's kind of by Gertie. It's like there's a building between well, it not, and Gertie. Well, not really. It's around, it's around the corner, so it's <laughs> yeah. not by Gertie at all. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, I'm so, with you. So anyway, that, um, you know, something along the lines of, you know, a splurgy dinner um, or going to someplace where you're not typically going to bring your kids. I'm thinking like Raglan Road at night, yeah. right, where they're, it's kind of raucous or abracadabar over on the over on the boardwalk um baseline tap house um la cava um or getting dinner at a really pricey like you know a victoria and albert's or a takumite um i think that those things would be a great way to spend an evening with your loved one and yeah they, they don't have to it doesn't have to be a date night to do these things but i think it would be a great date night um well it's just I, it changes a lot yeah. with, with or without kids, you know? Yeah. Well, like you're not bringing your kid inside of Trader Sam's probably. Yeah. Right. I mean, no, I, so not that I know of, I mean, like I, for me, I think that that spending the evening going around and, and it, it could be a drinking around the world situation for sure. But for me, it's more of like a find a nice relaxed spot. That's that evokes like, you feel like an adult, right? You you feel like it's a break from the kids. And that's not to say that it's a bad thing if people bring their kids in there if they're well-behaved. I'm just saying, like, for me, I'm not bringing my kids into La Cava. I'm certainly not bringing them into Abracadabar. Um, yeah. But there there are there are lots of different places that you could do stuff that are adult-friendly, dinner and drinks. Um, and you could even do, I'll, I'll throw this out there too, you can do like a, the pub crawls, so like the monorail pub crawls and stuff like that. But yeah, that's my number two is to just have a, a night where you have a splurge type dinner and drinks at a lounge or at a really nice restaurant. So, so my number one <laughs> is uh, a place in the parks that generally is not a fan favorite for kids, and that is World Showcase. So one of my favorite things that I've done, um, and I've done this with kids and without, is uh, a few years ago, my wife and I together did a, a day of Epcot, just the two of us, and we did Festival of the Holidays, and we looked at the entire menu, and there's a lot. I mean, you you know, you go from country to country, and you can have all these different options, and so we looked at the menu, and we said, all right, here's what we're going to do. We have all these snack credits that we're going to use up. So we could use, that's back when they had the, the dining plan, mm -hmm. you could use your snack credits for all the different things, the little mini things at the festival. So we're like, all right, we are going to kill all these snack credits. Yeah. So we did. It was great. So we, um, we took the menu, looked through, circled everything that was gluten-free, mm -hmm. and it was not a lot, maybe a fifth of the menu. Right. And we said, all right, we're going we're gonna to eat all of it. This is going to be fun. So we spent time going from booth to booth, trying all the different things. And then once we got through, uh, my wife says, we got to go back. She, she wanted this. It was like turkey. And it was like this turkey dinner 
with cranberry and mashed potatoes thing that she really liked, mm-hmm. which was part of the American Pavilion, and yeah. she loved it. She goes, "We got to go back." So we yeah. did, we went back, and so that's kind of the fun of it is if you can try all the different things and then you figure out which one was really yeah. good, and if you have time, go back and grab yeah. it again. A couple of years ago, I had a pig ear salad. I know that sounds horrible, but it was it, it was phenomenal. Um, so yeah, I totally agree with you that it's not number one on my list, but. We um, loved it. We I, had so it. much fun. Yeah. And it was it was great. We we spent most of the day just kind of going slow around the park and just and that's kind of part of it too is just taking time to not race around and to just enjoy it, take it all in because so many of the different Disney trips with kids is okay, next ride, next ride, get some food, next ride, go to the bathroom, you know, and it's just kind of how you roll in Disney sometimes. Well, but I think this was a different feel. This yeah, is nice. Yeah, I think that that what you're saying there makes sense because what what happens is you you know that your kid's trip isn't going to be great, you know, in their eyes. I mean, it's always going to be great, but if, if they can't ride that ride, mm-hmm. right? So you want to make sure you get to that ride. And then if you and once you ride that one, well, now they need to ride that one and they need to ride that one. And um, that's one of the things that I think I love the most about being a DVC member is that I know I'm always going to be back. And so as a result... Um, I don't feel that rush anymore. Um, I, I think that the festivals provide so much for, um, for those with dining, uh, you know, dining restrictions, because, you know, you said something like, you know, it wasn't a lot. It was only like one fifth. Think about the last time you were at a restaurant that wasn't a gluten-free specialty restaurant that had 20% of their menu was gluten-free. I mean, uh, unless it's a, well, a lot of the sort of world restaurants like a uh, Indian or Thai or Chinese food or Mexican that it's less bread based. But if you're talking about a traditional American That's menu saying, restaurant, right? it's very little. Right. So like, you know, you're not driving down the road to go to the restaurant and expecting to see one fifth of the stuff be gluten free. So the fact that you were able to do that is, yeah. is quite amazing. Um, I, I think too, that, doing that with your loved one whether it be you know as a date night or maybe it's a maybe it's a you know a, two brothers or a brother and sister or you know a family like it's all adults celebrating an anniversary like you had mentioned you were doing mm-hmm. um or a friend in his honeymoon yeah like i think it's so amazing that that epcot has pretty much a festival year round now um you know and and good on them right it's why people go it's why people love Epcot is because it's the festival place. Um, so and they, I, they do them at California Adventure too. I, I don't want to get too in the weeds about California Adventure, but uh, I know that they do festivals there. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what. It's not nearly like they do at Epcot, right? I'm, I'm curious if they're going to have have one in April or not. I guess we'll see. I mean, Epcot takes like a two week break. I feel, but yeah. Um, yeah. So my number one is kind of a cop out. Okay, why? <laughs> <laughs> Because my number one is something that I haven't yet been able to do kid-free. Something I want to do. Sure. And that is just literally enjoy the parks as if you're a kid. You know what I mean? See the parks again through the eyes of, like, go there and do your thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and be, you're be, not guided by, but I want this. Exactly. So I yeah. want I want well, a day. That's a good point. Like, so my number one is... You're at Disney, right? Enjoy the parks. I know that's a cop out, but not we, really. It's you know, it's it's basically you're changing your point of yeah. view. 
So people, the whole reason behind this episode, we got a few comments a few weeks back about when I said, hey, what episodes would you like us to do? And we got a couple of people who said, how about doing date nights? And I was like, eh, you know, yeah, but what if we just do kids-free days? Yeah, because any that's of this could be. Right, yeah. yeah. So that's when this came up. And I, I think what I found as I was researching this and as I was going through and kind of putting my list together was, we make too much of a of a deal out of having it be kids free, right? Um, it doesn't have to be any different. It can just be the same, but without your kids. And so, why try to artificially make these things, do these things, do the you know, drink around the world, do the dinners and stuff? When instead, you can just go and enjoy the darn park as an adult, right? So. You know, think about how freeing it is to just not have to be told, like you say, I want to ride this ride. I want to ride this ride. I want to ride this ride. And look, my kids don't annoy me. They're, they're, they would allow me to, to do the park in the direction I want. Yeah. But I'm also not going to get off of Big Thunder, look at my my app and realize, oh my gosh, like... Space Mountain's a 10-minute wait. Let's walk over there. I'm not doing that with my kids because it's a long walk, right? Mm-hmm. But if it's just me and my wife, I might do that. Let's go. here. You know, or, it's an adventure. Yeah. Or, or if I've got a park hopper and I'm over at Hollywood Studios and I get off of Slinky Dog and I realize, you know, I, I really want to go over to Animal Kingdom. Why? I don't know. I just want to see some animals. Yeah, why not? But why not? Right? Just going, it, it's it's freeing to not be tethered to plans and tethered to, I need to get this done to make my, my child's vacation complete. And so for me, number one is just stop, slow down, enjoy the park. Don't, it doesn't have to be difficult. Don't make it something it, it doesn't need to be right. You don't need to make it a big date night. You don't need to do something super special. You don't need to do a backstage tour. Just go to the park and enjoy it without your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think when you do that, you'll find that why you why you fell in love with this place, right? Yeah. Um, you, you will free yourself to be a kid again. And so in a way, you'll be with kids, but it'll be you. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the big kid. Yeah, you're the big kid. And I think that, you know, to me, don't overcomplicate it. It doesn't have to be a big production for a kid's free day. Just go to the parks and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? Sounds great. I, <laughs> I I just know that the one time I got to do this was it was a lot of fun, and it was exactly that. It was it was laid back and relaxed. And um, <laughs> the day we did Epcot by ourselves, we were walking around, and our kids have always said, "I hope we run into Tim Tracker." So <laughs> people listening, Tim Tracker's a He's a YouTuber that is, he's always at Disney. And, I'm guessing if they're listening to us, they probably have found yeah, Tim Tracker. Probably. Point, if you haven't, check out Tim Tracker on yeah. YouTube. And we were walking around the park, and we ran into Tim Tracker and said hello and got our picture taken with him. He was really nice. And <laughs> we get back to uh, my aunt's house, and the kids go, how was it? And we were like, oh, it's great. We, you know, we had a good time. And he just kind of walked around Epcot. No big deal, you know, playing it yeah. down and... And then we're like, well, we kind of ran into Tim Tracker. <laughs> what? You did? 
So we showed him the picture. Like, no, uh, I want to meet Tim Tracker. And then the, the good, the great ending is. Two years later, we're walking around Disney Springs, and we run into Tim Drecker, all four of us with the kids. So the that's kids, great. kids got to meet Tim Drecker. Mm, that's too. awesome. He was it was very nice yeah. both both times, accommodating, took a picture with us. Um, you know, didn't talk to him forever. Just said, "Love the station. Can we get a picture and let him go?" Yeah, yeah. Don't don't bug him. He's a he's a nice guy. Um, so, do you have any honorable mentions left? I don't. Um, I I don't because honestly anything we could you could really interpret as doing without the kids. Yeah. So I think like your your number one was perfect because it's like enjoy anything you want to do, just look at it in a different lens. Yep. So really anything I say now is is similar can fit under that umbrella. Yeah. So I think that's great. So our, I mean your number one being that is perfect, and you know mine's a little bit more specific, but. No, I think D- yours is great. It's it was probably one of my favorite Disney memories, you know, and I just really enjoyed that day. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, not not because my kids weren't there, but just being able to go slow and have like a fun goal to eat everything yeah. from the different places. I want to eat know? all the gluten free stuff that yeah, I can. Yeah, and that eat. was yeah. an attainable goal. Right. Yeah. You know, eat eat from every you know i I don't know it depends on how much room is in your stomach but (laughs) ours was enough to just kind of like take our time and eat little by little and it was was awesome so much fun um so the one thing i would add to my list that's honorable mention i would say it was i was going back and forth whether to even have it on my list um something i've never experienced but it's something i would like to and that is one of the boat rentals so yeah so doing a boat rental or a fireworks cruise Mm -hmm. um I think would be amazing. I don't, it's not something I would do with my kids. I'm not going to, I mean, you can obviously, but it's just not something that I don't think that would have appealed to my children that, Oh, look, there's magic kingdom, but we're on a boat. <laughs> um, so it's something I would like to do, whether it's over at, um, you know, magic kingdom resorts or over, you know, boardwalk beach club area. Um, either way, I would like to try that sometime. I, oh, I, did, th- I did think of one. Um, I thought of this the other day, and I I didn't write it down on my list because this is not something that I do. But when I went when I was younger, and we stayed with my aunt and uncle and cousins, my uncle's a big golfer. Oh yeah, yeah. so my uncle would go and golf, mm-hmm. and I think my aunt would go with him too. But um, I don't know, maybe my dad went. I don't, my parents aren't aren't big golf golfers. They uh, they like pickleball and stuff like yeah. that, but. Um, they, I, I know my uncle would go and, yeah. and golf and mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Absolutely. it's open, it's public. I know it's yeah. like kind of next to the magic kingdom, kind of on the West side there. Yeah. But. There's a couple different places, but yeah, if you go like, um, I, I agree. I mean, that'd be, that would, that's a great one. Uh, I didn't put it on my list. Mo- mace, yeah. Mostly because I, well, you golf um, more than I, I do. Well, yeah, I golf, but like, I, I've only golfed. I can count on one hand the number of times I've golfed. <laughs> the so like for me, uh, one of my I love going golfing early, early in the morning up here in New York because it's cool and it's not going to get too hot, and <laughs> it's always hot in Florida. So for me, that's not something that's on my list, but um, but it's definitely like something. It's really nice golf courses too, um, yeah. and there's multiple. So yeah. now anybody can go is do you have to yeah. be a, like a guest at a Disney resort that I don't know. I don't think you do. Let's say you know. live in winter garden, Florida. No, yeah, you can, you can, anybody can go. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not cheap, but golf isn't, I mean, it's right. not, 
it's not much more expensive than going to like Myrtle Beach and over like a spring break and golfing, which is also really expensive. So, I bet. Um, anytime you start golfing in the South, it ends up being kind of expensive. But yeah, I I think that was a good one too. Um, so so I would like to say um, once again, um, if you could please go check out at, at Podcast Mics for Magic um, and help them out in their quest to raise fifty thousand dollars for the Children's Hospital of Orange County. If you could do that, that would be great because I'm telling you, it's a great cause and they're two amazing people. So please please go go check them out. That's our that's my call to action for you this week. Um, but it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon.